So as we said in our opening welcome, today marks the fourth Sunday of Advent. We light the final candle of the wreath. We also close out our homily series we've been focused on, which was entitled Grace and Truth. And my hope is that this Advent has been a productive and spiritual time of preparation for you and your family. We have reflected on God's grace, which is those spontaneous and unmerited gifts that help us in our daily lives. God's grace is the help we need to live out our purpose and become the true versions of ourselves. We don't earn them. Grace is freely given from God. And to be true disciples of Jesus, to be more Christ-like, we all know that we need help. We can't do it alone. So today, we want to focus on never being afraid to ask God for assistance. One of the many blessings and graces that God gives us is this season of Advent to prepare for Christmas, which is Emmanuel, God with us. And we see that proclaimed in both our first reading today from Isaiah as well as the Gospel of Matthew. And I think all of us realize that we need this Advent time when we try to focus on those four candles, love, hope, joy, and peace. Those are just a few of the graces God gives us. While we pondered the truth that God so loved us that he sent his son to save us. We know that we need to focus on these spiritually positive graces and truth because preparation for Christmas can often be a burden. It can be a hectic time. There are so many challenges, shopping and decorating and cooking, entertaining, and maybe even bigger burdens than that hurtful memories or family conflict or even grief. We know that not every part of our lives always looks like a Hallmark card or a feel-good holiday movie. And we certainly witness that in our gospel today. There is tension, shame, and scandal afoot. Mary and Joseph are betrothed, um, engaged, if you will, and now she is found with a child through the Holy Spirit of all things. And we are told that Joseph is a righteous man. He wants to do the right thing quietly without drawing attention to himself or embarrassing Mary. That had to be just such a confusing and really disturbing time, disturb disturbing news for all of them. Mary and Joseph's world must have been completely turned upside down. Just like in so many different ways, our lives can be disruptive and full of challenges. This is when we need to pray for the grace to hear God's voice, just like Joseph did. Do not be afraid. It's such a powerful phrase but we all know it's easier said than done, particularly when we're facing burdens or challenges 
in our own lives. Hopefully, we can be more like Joseph and hear the angels that the Lord sends to us. Hear them say, do not be afraid. And then respond quietly with the same humility and grace which is he displayed by following God's command of him to take Mary into his heart, to take Mary into his own home. We should never be afraid to ask God for help or to listen to what he might be telling us. We see that in our first reading today. The Jewish king Ahaz is encouraged to ask for a sign from the Lord to pray to him to pray for God's help. But Azad is weary, he's reluctant. He doesn't want to impose on God. We should never make that same mistake. God wants to hear from us. He delights from hearing from us. However bad things are on any given day, Jesus has promised us that he will be with us always. He is Emmanuel, God with us. God has come into our world and he has stayed in our world no matter what. God keeps his promises. We have another chance this Sunday, this evening, to receive God's grace by taking the word of God into our hearts. Do not be afraid. In a few minutes, we will have the opportunity, the grace and truth, to receive the very life of God into our hands through the Eucharist. And in just a few short days, we celebrate the absolute gift of God in our midst, into our human reality with all its evil, with all its sufferings, limitations, and frailty. God comes obscurely into the world, into poverty, irrelevance as a child, born of a persecuted people, yet Christ is born. If we wonder where God is and why we can't always hear God speaking to us, then maybe it's because we're looking in the wrong places or listening to the wrong voices. Those who listen to God's word also affirm it with words. That's why we're encouraged to pray always without ceasing, like Mary, who said yes, or in action like Joseph, who quietly takes Mary into her home, his home. So our challenge this week is to reflect and pray about how God's grace and truth in our lives are pointing us to a direction of deeper purpose. Our Advent waiting is almost over. And we have had time to ponder our own response to Emmanuel, God coming to us, God coming into the world. So how will we utter our own yes? Or how will we act to demonstrate that we have heard and understood what God is trying to say to us, how he wants to act in our lives? God wants us to have what the Advent calendar the Advent candles represent love for one another, never lose hope, be at peace, and be full of joy. Go ahead and ask God for those grace-filled 
blessings.